Welcome to the Stop Hating Dating and Find Your Person podcast. I'm certified life coach, Stacey Perry. I went on 475 online dates to find my person so you don't have to. Each week, I'll teach you the skills and mindsets to confidently show up as yourself, interact in a way that's authentic to you and gets you the relationship that you want. If you're ready to make dating and find your person easier, more fun, and without all the unnecessary drama and BS, this podcast is for you. Welcome to episode seven. Ouch, that hurts. I remember feeling totally heartbroken over the guy I had a situationship for all of like three months. And luckily, one of my besties, Lisa, said the best thing to me. She said, heartache isn't a time and materials equation. Her words let me give myself permission to be as heartbroken as I wanted to be without judgment from her or myself. Heartbroken without telling myself I shouldn't be so upset because it wasn't even a real relationship. We weren't even exclusive and it was so short. For me, when I was dating, the heartache felt even worse when it was a shorter relationship. And when I say relationship, it could have just been I went on a couple dates with them. With those short, even like flashes of connection, everything was still the perfect fantasy in my head. It was a beautiful story I had painted in full detail in my mind. They were perfect. We'd be just the way I imagined if we had just worked out. This episode is to remind you, no one gets to decide how you feel, how you hurt, what you felt about a person and the time you spent with them, or how long you are taking to get over them. Not even your brain. Did you catch that? Not even your brain. Your brain doesn't get to decide how you want to feel. Oh, it will try. (laughs) But you get the last word, not your brain. And when I say you, it's you, the watcher of your brain. And your brain is your primal, like subconscious lizard brain. That part of your brain that's Only purpose is your survival. Because heartache is not a time and materials equation, and healing your heart is not a time and materials equation either. You can apply mindsets and tools from this episode that can shift you right out of your heartache. Know this is a topic we're going to cover again and again in lots of different ways throughout this podcast. But today I'm going to give you some of those core basics of why your heart aches. And it's no matter how long or big or short or serious or real or exclusive the connection or relationship was, or however your brain is defining it. Some of the shifts you'll learn in this podcast around your thinking about the person your heart is aching for will help relieve some of the agony and suffering. This episode is intended to give you some clarity and get you refocused on what you really want, a relationship with a person who adores you right back and is ready for the same type of relationship that you want. So fun, fun. Let's jump right into heartache. (laughs) So Know your mind has a mind of its own. Again, you are the watcher of your thoughts. You can plan for the future. 
You can delay gratification. You can apply logic and reason. And like that's you, that's what you would call I. You also have this primitive brain that is like a rotary phone compared to the updated, like evolved iPhone that is you. It is your cave woman reptilian brain. And all it cares about is keeping you alive. It cares about your survival. And it does this by giving you thoughts and sensations and emotions and feelings, anything it can to get you to do what it thinks you need to do to survive. And when we're talking about heartache, your brain wants you to reconnect. It wants you to reconnect because when you were a cavewoman, if you got kicked out of the tribe, it would mean like death. You couldn't survive on the Sahara by yourself. So your brain sees this heartache as you being kicked out of the tribe of two, you plus them, and your brain thinks this is a death sentence. So know and expect your brain is going to send you thousands of thoughts a day to try to get you to reconnect to this person because it thinks reconnecting with them is crucial to your survival. But this person is not life or death for you, nor the death of the relationship and life of your dreams. You can make it happen with someone else, even if your brain is currently trying to convince you otherwise. No, one of your stress responses can be seek, S-E-E-K. We feel the shock of no more. So we become like hypervigilant about seeking them out. Like for me, it was like rereading texts and Google stalking them and social media stalking them. You might be texting them, maybe even like picking fights with them. This is a stress response, just like fight or flight. It's your brain trying to get you to reconnect with them. But actually, we relieve romantic heartache through disconnecting, unconnecting from them, unconnecting our future from them. Your brain also loves all your thoughts to be true. So expect it to show you evidence for how this is actually the last person on earth you will ever have this type of connection with. And your brain also has a total negativity bias. It will say things like a doomsday fortune teller and predict your lonely future, penniless down by the river with cats in a trailer. If it really could predict the future, I'd highly suggest you go invest all your money in the stocks that are going to go up today the most and buy all the lotto tickets with the winning numbers. Your brain also can't tell the past from the present from the future. You can, but your primal brain can't. So it will try to get you to go back to the past and change it so you won't feel heartache now. It doesn't know it's not possible for you to go back to the past. So it will just keep trying to get you to go back there and do it differently so you don't have to feel the way that you feel right now. You know, my brain would replay the text I shouldn't have sent, the things I shouldn't have said, the reactions I wish I wouldn't have had. This primal brain sounds like an enemy, but it's not. It is doing what it is designed and evolved to do. So it's also keeping your lungs pumping air, uh, your heart circulating blood. It's made things like walking into an efficient habit. So you're not like right, left, right, left. It is here for you and you will benefit from learning to manage it you will benefit from not believing everything it tells you. 
you will benefit from practicing talking to it more than you listen to it. It will serve your best interest to learn not to give it the keys and let it drive the breasts and to remember you are in charge. For some of you, your heartache is currently your relationship with this person. And you think if you were okay, not brokenhearted anymore, that it is your only attachment to them right now, and you don't want to give up that attachment. You think consciously or subconsciously, giving up the heartache is giving up on the two of you being together. But the opposite's true. Your best chance of being with them in the future is by being okay. But your brain is like, oh no, if we're okay, that means it's over for good. That means we will definitely like never be with them in the future. The heartache is keeping the relationship alive for you in some capacity. But the truth is, the more you are fine and thriving and okay without them, the way greater chances of you being with them or with someone way, way, way better. A thought you can practice and repeat yourself in this case is, I'm practicing believing that it is possible this is for the best and the universe has something way better in store for me. Another scenario, let's say you really got duped by like a love bombing, narcissistic, ghosting pig. I mean, they really played you, they gaslighted you, and any of the other horrible (laughs) labels you can tag them with. Not feeling anger or resentment towards them does not mean that what they did is okay. Contrary to popular belief, being like pissed and mad and regretful and hurt and guilty does not help us prevent it from happening again in the future. And it is better for us and the universe to learn the nuggets of wisdom from the situation and then go forth with a clear head and heart to find our person. When our brain tells us someone did something we think they shouldn't have done, we feel resentment. And resentment is like being angry in the present for something that happened in the past. It's like punishing ourselves for something someone else did. You're the one feeling the anger and resentment, and your brain thinks it's a form of punishment to them. But really, using it to punish them is actually just punishing you. You're the one feeling the uncomfortable feeling. And I'm not telling you anger and resentment are bad. They are feelings that come up and you'll let them come up. You can simply like observe them when they do come up and they are not necessary in order to prove what they did was not okay. So in this scenario, when your brain tries to convince you to go think and feel resentful, maybe just notice that your brain thinks it's protecting you. Catch it when it starts going down like that resentment rabbit hole. And then maybe you can just say to your brain, I don't have to feel anger and resentment in order to prove what they did is not okay. I'm choosing to feel free and clear from them and what happened in the past. What they did is not okay. And I'm choosing to leave them and what they did in the past. To be okay in the present. To learn from the experience and create the life I want now and in the future. You don't have to forgive them. You don't have to have them in your life. You can just move towards finding your person. 
It's okay to be okay, even though what happened was oh so wrong. Okay, next. Consider them a drug. This is a case for no contact. And with everything I coach and for every suggestion I have in this podcast, it's not a rule. It's not a fact. It's an offer that you can take or leave. So here's my offer of how having no contact with them, if possible, can serve you and reduce your heartache. So some of you work with them or have friend groups in common or share custody. So like no contact may not be an option. But if it is, think of them as a highly addictive drug like heroin. I haven't done heroin, but I read it's fabulous. And then forever you're chasing that feeling of the first high. So sometimes this is what's happening for us when we're feeling like heartache over somebody. We want that dopamine hit from their attention. Our brain is reminding us only of the good parts, the times and the connection we had with them, only the best of those. Think of your recovery from them like you need to make it through that terrible withdrawal period from quitting heroin. In the case of trauma, our brain stops the movie at the worst part and puts that worst part on repeat. And in the case of heartache, our brain keeps showing us the best best parts on repeat. And also know putting time and effort into something that isn't responding the way we want it is depressing. So when we reach out and once again, they don't respond the way we hope they will, that hurts again. And that can disappoint us again. So that's my two cents on no contact. Let's talk about heartache and anxiety. So heartache for some of us can bring up a lot of anxiety. No anxiety is a stress response to our body's stress response. Does that make sense? Your body is having a fear, a flight stress response to the situation, the heartache. So it increases blood circulation in your legs and oxygen flow in your lungs. So you're ready to run as fast as you can from the predator our brain thinks the heartache is. It sees the heartache as a predator. And then we feel this like tightness in our chest, the increased oxygen for sprinting. And we feel like the blood rushing through our veins, getting us ready to run fast. And it feels so uncomfortable because we don't need to run. It's like wasted, unuseful energy that feels super uncomfortable, like pulsing through us. And our brain picks up on our discomfort and interprets it as an additional threat to our survival and ups the oxygen even more and ups the blood flow even more. And this cycle can keep going. So one of the best things you can do if you're feeling like anxious is to move your body and use up this extra energy your brain is creating in your body. Like go for a run, put on some music and dance, do some breath work, do some jumping jacks, whatever to use up the useless extra energy. And if you're like in the middle of a work meeting where this isn't possible, the mental antidote for anxiety is indifference. So in your head, you can say to yourself, right now, I'm aware of the sensations within, insert your body part you're noticing right now. And then, so what? So for me, it was usually a tightness in my chest. And now I know that That's my body survival stress response, giving me more oxygen to run, which I don't need to run. So I would say I am aware of the sensations in my chest right now. So what? 
I actually was just feeling that anxious feeling in my chest and just saying that out loud help. So it works. For some of you, the person may have ended it very kindly and respectfully, and your brain is telling you this makes it even worse or harder to get over. And for you, I recommend you go back to episode one, the high five relationship, and get crystal clear on all the ways they aren't fabulous for you. You know, I'm guessing the foundations of like the shared relationship vision and the foundation of trusting them to consistently show up for you are missing. So really go through that tool and highlight all the ways it was not the relationship you want, all the ways the relationship did not feel good for you, all the ways they did not meet your wants and needs. And there is a link on my IG account and in the show notes for an amazing workbook on the high five relationship tool that will be also very useful in shifting your focus to what was missing in the connection and what you really want to create in your ideal relationship. Actually, any and all of you experiencing heartache right now, go re-listen to that episode and get that workbook. It will be so good for you. And if you know someone who is in the throes of heartache, please share this episode with them. We should be teaching this stuff in school. So thank you to all of you who have rated and reviewed the podcast. I also appreciate it. And for those of you who haven't, please do go rate it in Apple Podcasts right now. So that's going to be it for today. A big, huge reminder that you are oh so deserving of all the love and attention and commitment and amazingness that your heart desires. And I know you may not feel that right now, but it is so 100% true. So like the quote says, new beginnings are often disguised as painful endings. Mwah, love you so much. Go give that heart some TLC. Thank you so much for listening. If you're ready to stop hating dating and find your person, let's chat. You can pop right on my calendar for a free coaching call to see if private one-on-one coaching feels like a fit for you. It's like our first date to see if we're a match. You can get access to my calendar on my website at stacyperrycoaching.com. There's also a link in my Instagram bio or use the link in the show notes. Just do it and get yourself booked for a free coaching consult call. And let's go find your person.